everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Reality Is. As always, it's Noor, and today I've convinced my brother to watch four episodes of Real Housewives' Ultimate Girls Trip, Real Housewives of New York Legacy. <laughs> what a name. Rugged Rony Legacy. What's rugged? Real Housewives' Ultimate Girls Trip. Oh, okay. I didn't know if that was its own Blech. franchise. <laughs> Um, so you started watching it and then you said that you did power rankings, which I think is great. It's a great idea because what I learned from the four episodes that I watched and you watched is that all these women care about is the pecking order of things. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's what matters here. Like even, do you know why Legacy was filmed? Like, do you know, did I, do you, did I tell you the reason for why like this trip even happened uh you did not but i'm interested to to hear because that's like i was thinking a lot along those lines when yeah. i was watching it so you know real houses of new york abruptly ended a couple of like uh in 2021 right and it was um it was 2020 or 2021 regardless it abruptly ended and we didn't have a reunion from it and it was un like it just they didn't know what they were going to do with the show. They scrapped the whole show. They started a new Real Housewives of New York with a brand new cast. Brand new cast. Like, even on, like, I was an SC TV guide, but <laughs> that's not a thing. The TV guide. Like, you know, the program. Yeah. It, was, it was called Real Housewives of New York, like, new era or something, or new class or something like that. Like, it was completely rebranded as, like, a whole new show. Um, and so a lot of people were pissed. They're like, what about the original girls? And then, so there was, Andy had said somewhere that they were going to do Real Housewives of New York, new cast, and then they were going to do a Real Housewives of New York legacy, which is going to be a show just for Peacock, where it's just going to be the original girls, like your Ramona, Dorinda, Sonia, Luann, uh, not Jill. Poor Jill never, <laughs> never gets invited to anything. Um, All these girls. And it's going to be called a legacy show, right? But even that, it, it like went back and forth. They didn't know what was going to happen. I think they were like, there was money stuff, like who's going to get paid what? So they settled with a Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, Roni Legacy Trip, where they're like, okay, well, let's just send these girls to an island for six days and then we'll film that and that'll get people who are pissed about the new show to shut the fuck up. Because people just really like miss racist Ramona Singer. I I don't know. <laughs> How is so for you? Um, do you? I'm assuming you do watch the new uh, uh, New York. Yes, gals, I do. Right. Um, do you miss these gals? No. You don't. You're okay. You're ready to move on. Well, I, yeah, I think that it's okay when shows end. Like I'm okay with that. Even you know, even Real Housewives of New York has been through a couple of iterations of like changes. Like there was the original show with like Ramona, Alex McCord, Ramona, Luann, Sonia, Bethany, right? Jill. And then there was so much turmoil after Bethany like hit it big and left the show that they like rebranded into something else. Like there was a reboot and they got rid of Jill. Uh, they added Heather Thompson. Who I don't you as you remember she was Hala Heather. Tom. She said Hala at the end of her tagline. Mm-hmm. 
And then, like, you know, you had, like, like, so you've had a couple of iterations of her Housewives of New York. And I think that people forget that, like, the show has changed quite a bit from what it used to be. And I think it's okay. Like, I'm okay when shows end. Like, I was not happy with the way Game of Thrones ended. But I'm okay that the show ended, right? It's okay. House of Dragons, it's a different show. It's a similar show, but it's a completely different show, and that's okay. We can't, like, compare it to, like, the original Game of Thrones, right? So, like, the new Real Housewives of New York, it's a new show. Why are you smiling? No, no, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones and it to Game Real of Thrones. Housewives of New York. Exactly. Well, it's like, it's like you watch Breaking Bad, and what was the other one? Call Better me. call Saul. Listen, I I will let the Game of Thrones comparison pass because the last two seasons sucked. But don't you fucking dare. No, I'm just saying, down. like shows end and then there's like a new version of a show created, mm-hmm. and sometimes you just have to be okay with that. Like I'm okay with because I think people think that because it's a reality TV show, it should go on forever because it's real people. But I don't mm-hmm. agree with. I think that sometimes people like it's okay to cap it. I think, for example, this legacy show, this uh, Ultimate Girls Trip legacy, it's very evident that, like, Dorinda Medley should not be on television anymore. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that when we get to the uh, the power rankings, because, um, yeah, um, I was no, because so a part of the storyline in this show, as I was watching it, is obviously the fact that they have to confront. The fact that they're not on TV anymore. Yeah. Like, what that means for them and stuff like that. So I found that interesting. I, I didn't know that they were all completely off. Um, yeah. But yeah, that kind of that kind of changes the way that you watch this show, right? So you, one second. So you said that you're okay with the cast changing and stuff like that, yeah. right? But then when you're watching these shows, right, are you watching for the storylines or are you watching for the characters? Because, you know, I'm looking at characters. I'm looking at, okay, who do I want to spend time with? um is it i think it's both okay i think it's both also because sometimes um your character has run out of stories like i don't think that there's any more stories that i want to know about this person right like Mm -hmm. and i think that that's the thing a lot of times you see people no longer either no longer wanting to show their storyline or no longer even having a storyline and then you're like well why are you here like, what are we doing here? It's not like mm-hmm. a real scripted television show where you do something fun with them and you add something. You know, like, if the person doesn't have anything else that they need to show us and then we're done. Like, Nini, for example, she stopped being fun on the show because she just didn't want to show anything about her personal life anymore. She thought she was better than Real Housewives of Atlanta. And then it wasn't fun to watch her anymore. So I feel like it has to be both. And that's why, like, when you run out of things like, I'm okay. Like I'm okay with Lisa Vanderpump not being on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills anymore, and just being like the like kind of grandma figure, sexy grandma at, on Vanderpump Rules. Like I'm okay mm-hmm. with that, you know. Like keep people in those buckets, but like I'm okay with Ramona Singer no longer being on TV. Even her being on this, I have a lot of feelings about. It's, re- it's reflected. Spoiler alert! It's reflected in my rankings. <laughs> Now, I will say this, okay? People are going to get mad, all right? People are going to get really mad about what I'm about to say right now. But that bitch is 67 years old, and she looks fucking amazing. I wouldn't go that far. You wouldn't? People should get mad. What? Stop. 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 If she, okay, it's just the age, right? You're just 
amazed at the age versus what you see, but she doesn't look fucking amazing. She looks okay. okay. She just looks like somebody that's got probably a lot of work done. I know. Well, yes. When you when it looks like she's she's maybe had like two or three facelifts, but like good ones. And her body looks good. Looks slamming. I mean, nobody looks better, in my opinion, than Luann. Yes. <laughs> Luann is still well, I guess Kristen, right? But Oh, she's much younger. Luann's almost sixty. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So. Um, okay, so the first episode, they just like get there. There's the rooms, <clears throat> the room stuff, which always also um picking rooms is also a power play in these shows because it gets to the women really get to assert their control um <clears throat> by getting the best getting the best room another way to um uh show that you are in control and more powerful than another person is forgetting people's names for example nobody seems to call Kristen Kristen uh, Ramona forgets her name altogether mm-hmm. she calls her Ashley or something at some point um and then also, you know, uh, when somebody is uh, telling, when some when 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 a person who thinks that they are in control is rudely interrupted by a joke by somebody who they don't think is really their friend. For example, when Kristen tells makes that like side remark about remote, uh, about Dorinda when Dorinda talks about being on pause. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dorinda says on this episode. Eagles don't fly with pigeons, so get your breadcrumbs and talk to me tomorrow. <laughs> that was, you know, that was amazing. I googled afterwards to see if that's a thing that anybody else has ever said. No, it's a original. Off, that's above the top of her platinum blonde dome. Mm-hmm. It's all that was fantastic. Yeah, she moves like a mobster, doesn't she? Yes. So here's the thing with Dorinda. Um, As soon as this episode started, right, I was excited to see Dorinda, uh, Sonia, and Luann, because those were the ones that I have kind of some sort of history with. Um, And like right off the bat, I was like, oh, look, they're fun again, right? Mm -hmm. Like Sonia is doing her Sonia thing. Luann is doing her Luann thing. And Dorinda is just, you know, just walking around and just being fun the way that she walks around. Lots of hand gestures, making little comments and stuff like that. I think what Dorinda is, she may, like, she may be too mean for TV. Like, she is vicious. (laughs) She's a vicious person. I was like, I was like, this kind of reminds me of, like, I was like, this is how our brother fights. Also, this is how you fight. You know what I mean? That's how I fight. Yeah, exactly. Like, she knows. She's like, you know what? I'm not going to let's cut the bullshit. Let's go right to the heart of the thing. Let's just do it. Um, So, yeah. So uh, coming off of episode one, I wasn't on like Dorinda was, I think, like number four on my power ranking. But she moved back up because tell me, tell me your okay. Tell me your episode one power rankings. So episode one power rank. Lower to lowest to best. Lois Habes. Well, number, I guess, six, right? There's six people. Mm -hmm. Um, Number six was Ramona. Now, -hmm. here's the thing, right? I understand that people like that quirkiness. People have seen her around. She's like, oh, Ramona's doing Ramona things or whatever, right? I feel like that is only nice to see when the person at their core is lovable. And Ramona is not a lovable person anymore. (laughs) No, no. Like, Luann also has lots of quirkiness to her, and so does Sonia. Mm -hmm. But 
at their core, they're lovable people. Like I'd want to hang out. Ramona, I don't want to hang out with her. So mm-hmm. right off the bat, I was like, you know what? I don't, if I don't ever see Ramona again on this show, I'm fine with it. But mm-hmm. I know she's going to be around. So I'm just going to have to deal with it. And she's going to be part of the story and stuff like that. Um, number five was Kristen. Mm-hmm. Now, I do remember Kristen's season. I did watch that season. Mm-hmm. And I remember at the time just thinking she has nothing to do. Because right? <laughs> she's just, she's obviously a pretty lady, right? Yeah. But she is not. It's like she thinks she's too good to get into the swamp with people. You know what I mean? Like she is a layer away from everybody else. But the thing is, she's not interesting enough on her on her own to like she doesn't have a personality to kind of carry it through. Right. So it's just like, what are you doing here? Um, I knew because you told me that a big storyline for her would be the Ashley Madison stuff, which I think they did. I think they touched on it. Oh, they they in, get to it. Yeah. They in get to it. In episode three, like they really episodes. get into it. Yeah. 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 But in this episode, I was like, well, what what's she going to be doing? Because they show her at home. And then during the the dinners, like even before the, the main dinner, like the first lunch or whatever, I was like, oh, she thinks she's like some sort of like point guard or like a quarterback. Like she's mm-hmm. the one that's going to be setting the table and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And she's producing. Like, yeah, I was like, this is annoying a little bit, but I'm like, it also tells me that she doesn't really have a personality. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I hope this isn't the way that it's going to go the entire time. And this is why I was like, you know what? After the first episode, I was like, I will watch the rest of this. Because <laughs> Kelly called her out on it. It was amazing. I was like, okay, good. Somebody's calling her out. Like, it is very obvious that this is a role that she's playing. And, you know, no, I I am not a fan of this. Okay. Uh, number four after the first episode was Dorinda because mm-hmm. yes, I do love Dorinda, but she was so vicious. It's <laughs> just I'm on pause. You got fired. Fired. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say Kelly in that regard really nailed it. Where she's like, "We're all on the same TV show," and she says, "The show that Kristen. you." Oh, yeah. Sorry. Kristen says it. Kristen says the show that you are saying that you are on pause from doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't mm-hmm. exist anymore. That show is finished. And we all got the same phone call from Bravo. We're currently, I may have been fired. You're on pause. But we're right now, we're all in the same TV show. Which, like, I love that breaking the fourth wall conversation. That's actually why I like Girls Trip, because they get into all that kind of stuff. So that was really nice. But, yeah, Dorinda is, Dorinda hates to be called out on it because she really thinks that she's special in a different way. And she's not. Yeah. yeah. So I did get that. Like, Kristen was right. Mm-hmm. But. There is a hierarchy, right? Yeah. Like Dorinda is higher than Kristen in that sense in the Bravo world. Sure, yes. Right. Uh number three was Luann, because I don't think she had a lot to do in the first episode. I mean, she did tell her pirate story. Yeah, she did. That, <laughs> that pirate story keeps coming back, by the way. Like in episode four, also, they were still like mentioning the pirate trip. The reason why is because the last time they went to St. Bart's, the big thing was the pirate story. Luann and the pirate mm-hmm. was a big deal because she still says she did not cheat on Jacques, her boyfriend at the time. But I don't know. It's hard to tell what what's really true and not with Luann. But I also love that Luann like loves Luann really chews the scenery, you know? Like, I love that about her. Even when mm-hmm. she's telling the pirates, so she's like, ladies, okay, here we go. Here's the pirate story. Kristen, like, are you listening? Like, she's, she, like, really takes over the table. Like, 
it just it's so great because we'll get to what happens in episode four when she tries to do something like that again. Um, but like I love that about Luann when Luann tries to like really control the table and be like the countess, you know, and like I just I find it to be so enjoyable. Yeah, it's very it's kind of endearing. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if it's also kind of sad. Yeah, um, of course. All of it is sad. Yeah. Yeah, that was going to be my question when I get to Sonia. Um, number two uh, after the first episode was Kelly mm. um, because, you know, that end when she's calling Kristen out or whatever, I bought that when she's like, you know, I'm tired of being fake. Everything about me is fake. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to be fake about this thing. Like, let's just be honest why we're all here. Right. Um, the notes that I wrote to myself at 2 a.m. were that I buy it so far, but I do not. I do not trust it for a second no, because no. the eyes no, the eyes and also the conversation she has with dorinda i think it's that episode right where she has a conversation with dorinda and she's like you know like i'm really like i don't i'm not a super social person and my ex-husband used to make me be social and i didn't like it and sometimes like i can't be around this many people and she like really opens up to dorinda i'm like wow this is a new side of kelly like mm -hmm. i'm so interested in this yeah, let's exactly. see where this goes Nope. <laughs> Here's the other thing that I remember about Kelly versus seeing her now. And I don't know. I don't know how much leeway you give me in terms of commenting on women's looks or whatever. Okay. But like the jaw. What about it? That's a man-made mandible, right? Like that is. <laughs> like, it, do you think that that's like, you think it's like a filler jaw? Like she's like really so. gotten. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they all do. Um, but I feel like she's always had that very striking face. Yeah, she did. I used to, I, I don't know, man. She looked, it looked aggressive this time. But I don't know. I, again, that could be, you know, mean. 2 a.m., uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, number one was Sonia. So the thing about Sonia is, mm. you know, there's obviously, there's like a reality TV character, right? And her being crazy, not crazy, crazy is the wrong word, but her being like open and kooky. like, yeah, kooky and like very sexy and all that stuff. But in the middle of all that, she is also a very aware person, right? Mm -hmm. She's obviously very aware um, and she's obviously very honest. And, you know, so she's like talking about her OnlyFans and her, and her cameos and how she needs this to make money and stuff mm -hmm. like that, right? Which is nice. Um but yeah, it does. I do wonder then, like, am I supposed to be sad? Because some of this makes me sad. Um, you know, the fact that she is a character, essentially. But I don't know if, you know, how much of that is being put on for TV because she knows that it's going to be, like, viewed versus who she actually is. Um, in, a, in a sense, it, you know, it, she reminded me of, <clears throat> you know how she's, like, always, like, uh, she always manages to be like naked somehow. Yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, I'm clumsy. And like yeah. all of a sudden I'm naked. It reminded me of um, Draymond Green. Do you know about Draymond Green? He's a, basketball, he's a basketball player, plays for the Warriors, right? Mm -hmm. And Draymond Green recently got suspended because Draymond Green always, he like acts clumsy on the court sometimes. <laughs> but then he always ends up like kicking somebody in the nuts or like punching them <laughs> in the face or something like that. And you're like, dude, like you're a professional athlete. How come every time you're clumsy, somebody gets punched in the face, right? So it's like the same thing with Sonia where I'm like, dude, how come every time you're clumsy, like your vagina comes out? Like, you know, I, I don't know how that works. I love it. 
I do. I love it also. But then it's also like, ah, is it sad? I don't know if it's sad. I it's know. Not I sad. enjoy watching her. I think it's so. It's so interesting. Like I loved the first episode with like Sonia. Um, spoiler alert for me is going to be number one the whole time. Um, oh yeah, she's number one. Four episodes in. Yeah, because she's just there. She is open and honest about like the show, right? She says she admits she needs to show. She doesn't want to talk to these women when the cameras are down. Ramona's like, she doesn't pick up my phone call. And I feel like Sonia to some degree is like, well, you're an extremely problematic person, Ramona. Like, why would I want to pick up your phone calls? Like, Mm Sonia also, when she first started the show, was very much she had I don't know how long it had been since she had gotten divorced, but she was really grappling with the former Mrs. Morgan, right, of like the Morgan family. Um, J.P. Morgan, right? Yeah, J.P. Morgan family, right? Like that's a huge deal. And so I think she was still like coming down from that like society stuff. And I think that being on Real Houses of New York gave her sort of an out in a different way of like notoriety in a different way. She like one of the things that people loved about her was she had this like fancy townhouse where she used to, you know, it's like a historic townhouse that has hosted like all kinds of people, but like the ice is brown and like the, you know, the bathrooms are like kind of dirty and like there's stuff everywhere. Like there is this like, there's the parts of that that you go, wow, that is actually kind of sad. But what I love when Sonia shows that stuff is like, well, at least she's honest about the fact that like her life is falling apart. Like, I think it's in the second episode when she starts crying. She's like, I don't, I go from couch to couch. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I can't hang out with you guys because I actually have like bills to pay and I I don't have anybody like, you know, paying for me anymore. And I'm bad at finances. and. I mean, I don't know if she's bad at business. She's also trusted some very shady guys. There's this one Indian guy from like Weehawken that was her business manager. No, no. It was really bad. Oh, my God. Arthur and I talk about it all the time. We're like, that was her first. That was the original sin for Sonia. It was really bad. She yeah, finally got oh, her- at least Jersey City. What are you doing? <laughs> no, we it was or like Secaucus, like just like bad. Oh, it's worse. <laughs> yeah. So she... um. <laughs> Or like, I'm trying to remember what city it was. It was not Jersey City. It was like bad. Okay. Um, but she she finally got her clothes into, you know, Century 21 department stores. She finally got her clothes in there. And then it filed for bankruptcy and the entire store shut down. Yeah. It was like every everything goes wrong for Sonia. And despite that, she has this zest for life energy about her where she wants to make people happy and she wants to bring joy. And I think that's what makes Sonia so enjoyable to watch because she admits that like she would rather be doing something else, but she's at least here to like put on the show and do the thing and make people happy because she also needs the paycheck. And I like, exactly. I love yeah. that about her. I love that mm-hmm. she's in, like, you know, Luann also pretends like she's like a little bit above the show, but like she, this is also her only bread and butter. Like she's not doing anything else. She's doing her stupid cabaret shows, but like people will stop going to the cabaret shows if she stops being on these television shows. So that's the one thing that I like about Luann is that, you know, when she pretends to be like above it or mm-hmm. like when she like pretends to be above like a wild thing that she did. 
Um, except like it's all, always like easily provable that she did it because they usually have videotape of it. <laughs> yeah, they're and like 15 you're seconds just like, earlier. Oh, Lewin. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, you know, the lie is like so simple. Like the it's we call it like a mini con. One of my friends like pulls these mini cons. Like <laughs> and you just it's like so simple and so stupid that you just kind of love it at the end. You're like, oh, you're just a lovable asshole. Like I just love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um I think Kelly came on the show to really rehab herself from Scary Island, and it is really a self fulfilling prophecy. This these four episodes, it's like I do. I feel bad. For oh that. God, it's rough. All right, so episode two, um, Luann makes Exile of Frances, and she's very upset because Kelly's gifts have taken over the entire table, and it's just like a real, it's like a real show up. It's a real showdown between like who's more generous Luann for making scrambled eggs for everybody or Kelly for bringing like Oprah's best gifts for, you know, all these people to have to check in an extra bag and take back. Can I, can I read you my first two lines from my episode two notes? Yeah. Uh, the first line is I'd eat Luann's eggs. And the second line is Kelly swag is ex- ex- excessive. It's yeah. Similar. It's yeah. too much. It's too much. They're going to have to pay for overweight bags. Like, how are yeah. – it's ridiculous. Um, so, uh, yeah. The So, the thing with Luann's eggs is she's fucking obsessed with them. They're just scrambled eggs. <laughs> it's the only thing she's ever made. Now, you know, I eat eggs every night. Yes. Night yeah. Them. And I'm wondering, is there a recipe online? Yes, there is. Is it just scramble? <laughs> is this just you take an egg and then you scramble it? Well, you do the whole thing. You do it in a pot. You slow cook it and you keep stirring and stirring and stirring. And it's, you know, okay. it's like right. eggs a la française. Luann is horny. She is obsessed with these dudes. They have a little party at the house and a bunch of dudes come. One of them calls her handsome and she's really annoyed about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But on this episode, yeah, Sonia gets into tears about like her relationship with Bethany and like these women and all this stuff. And that's when it gets sad. And I think they all realize that about Sonia. Like, Sonia's like a comedian in that way, like a, like a sad comedian who's like a sad clown. Yeah, sad, sad clown, clown, you know. Yep. <laughs> yeah, in that way, and I think they real like whereas Dorinda isn't a sad clown, she's an angry clown. Ramona is a <laughs> racist clown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Sonia's a sad clown, and I think that's like that's the thing that breaks everybody's hearts. Like when she starts to be like, "Yeah, I talk to Bethany all the time," or whatever, like. She's trying to like egg Kelly on by being like, so what about Bethany triggered you about Scary Island? And we don't have to get into Bethany because Bethany is a good friend of mine. I talked to her way more than I talked to Luann or Ramona. Mm -hmm. And they're like, hey, wait a minute. What? And then poor thing just like breaks down. Oh, Sonia. Now, Bethany does seem to be a trigger for all of the women. Is it because of like, is this because this was filmed around the time of that Vanity Fair thing? Vanity Fair, right? The Vanity Fair thing came out recently but at this time i mean bethany was not asked to be on the show on legacy and according to andy it's because she had she had started one of many podcasts but one was called um i think it was called rewives where she was recapping old episodes of real Housewives of new york and it's like mm-hmm. oh, well that's embarrassing and it was um i think like part of that she was kind of trashing the show and so they were like, why would we have her come back on this? And she had said that she didn't want to be on like, like she, when the conversation was happening, like, oh, we need to reboot Roni. Do we bring 
Bethany back, whatever, whatever. Bethany was like, no, I'm never coming back on the show. So the thing is, like, Bethany has always placed herself as a person who is better than the show. And I think they yeah. it's funny because they all say that we're better than this, but they get really mad when somebody else says that they're better than this. Bethany, because I was thinking about her when I was thinking about um, Sonia and Luann also. Well, I guess Sonia more more so than Luann, but Bethany is also very obviously an aware person, right? Like mm. she knows when she's being on TV or whatever. Um, but the thing about her is she doesn't think that other people are aware at all. So yeah. she's, she, she thinks keeps... that she's the most aware person in the room. Exactly. And then, so she tries to change the narrative and make herself out to be the protagonist every single time. Mm-hmm. Um, the sports comparison that I thought about actually was Aaron Rodgers. Oh. You know, mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, all time great. Um, but he goes around talking about himself and the situation as if like the rest of us weren't also watching the news mm-hmm. and aren't also like reading up about like some of the shit that he does or whatever. And at the end of the day, all it makes you is just a disingenuous person. Right. And that's the reason why I feel like people probably hate Bethany. Yeah. People, yeah. Yeah, totally. Um uh, Sonia, this episode starts to broach the subject of the Ashley Madison thing. And surprisingly, Dorinda, who had been fighting with Kristen the episode prior, is very supportive of Kristen. She says, you know, you really put yourself out there. And like, or no, Kristen says that when all that stuff went down, Dorinda was the only one who reached out to her with a really kind text message and was like, it doesn't matter what's going on. But like, you have like, I'm your friend, whatever. I hope you're okay. Sonia keeps calling the dating website Dolly Madison, which I happen to love. <laughs> I was like, you know, Sonia gets it because she's like, you know, part of an original American family. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this episode, we don't get a lot about what happened with Ashley Madison stuff. But Kristen says here that she does not think that she believes her husband when he says that he did not cheat on her. What do you think about that? Are you asking my opinion? Yeah. If a person who was on Ashley Madison. Um, with 80 so, you know, transactions. That, yes. With 80 transactions and also put up personal pictures if he did, in fact, not cheat on his wife. No, I do believe that he cheated on his wife. That's the only reason why you're on that website. Yeah. Um, you know, when that there was a did they find him through a leak? Yeah. How did that happen? Okay. Yeah, it was during the leak. It was during the leak. Okay, so 2015, I think, mm-hmm. 2015, 2016. So when that leak happened, there were like millions and millions of emails that were out there, right? And there were like even emails like, uh, if I remember correctly, uh, Tony Blair, remember the prime minister? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like his email was on there, but it was like his government email. So people <laughs> are like, well, you know, you can sign up with kind of any email. It doesn't mean a thing. But if the person is on the website and posting their pictures and stuff like that, and they're using it for its intended purpose, right? And I know a couple of people that were on Ashley Madison. Oh. Um, and yeah, you know, it is what it is. Um, so yeah. And I think that based on that is probably what Kristen was trying to use as her alibi. Like, oh no, her, he and his friends were together and blah, blah, blah. And like, they just, they signed up and it was nothing, right? Like that's what she said initially. Um, so at the end of episode two, what are your power rankings? At the end of episode two, I think the only thing that changed was I found Dorinda lovable again. So I moved <laughs> this her. What happens? I was just like, all right, 
Because she has like that, she has a nice moment with Kelly, and then yeah. she also defends Kristen mm-hmm. in there. Um, and then also Kelly with her swag and stuff yeah. started to annoy me. So Kelly came down to four. Okay. Luann moved up to two, which is her natural. Like that's that's where she that's always where she belongs. belongs. Yeah. Yeah, she's top two always. And then Dorinda wasn't as mean. I don't think she was as mean. This she wasn't mean at all. No. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, all right, you know what, Dorinda, you're back in the top three. Um, and then yeah. <laughs> Kristen five and then Ramona six because I think Kristen was still trying to I mean I'm four episodes in spoiler alert Kristen's still doing the same thing (laughs) I think she's opened up a little bit more but it's like dude you don't have anything else right like if you like if you're gonna hold back on this Ashley Madison thing if you're gonna then what are you doing here yeah what are you doing here because even when she's like in her confessionals and stuff when she's talking about it she never talks about the actual thing she just says things like you know we're over it i mean i'm so sick and tired of talking about it like it's in the past it's like well, well you didn't you talk about talk it about it. <laughs> exactly yeah. what are you doing yeah yeah episode three they go to a cooking class um and this is when kelly really starts to turn and the turn happens when luann and kelly are talking and there's a Rangers game debacle. It happens out of literally nowhere. Like, Kelly's like, oh, Luann, we should hang out more, whatever. And Luann goes, well, you never take me to the Rangers game. And it's like, <laughs> wait a minute, what? <laughs> and everybody's like, why does the Rangers game matter so much? And I think basically it's because uh, Luann just wants to meet hot like hockey players like i don't i think i think that's all it is so i was thinking about it It is kelly going out with a hockey player i don't i wouldn't imagine that she isn't no apparently her boyfriend does like marketing for the ring like he's like involved with the rangers in some capacity i don't know how and so she gets free tickets so as a sports fan right a hockey crowd is different from a basketball crowd i mean you you can have basketball fans that are also hockey fans but people that are like just hockey fans like people that are just rangers fans are kind of like a certain type of guy usually uh-huh. it's usually like a finance broish kind of guy okay a guy that maybe i don't know maybe has some maga-ish tendencies oh, okay. under the surface you sure, know what sure, I mean? sure, sure. Uh-huh, uh-huh. always caucasian mm-hmm. um and usually rich Mm-hmm. Um, so that's probably what she's going after, right? I mean, I think I think that's uh, is that Luann's kind of you know what she's looking for. We don't know what Luann is looking for because Luann has pretty much dated every kind of guy. Gotcha. This is amazing. Um, this episode, because Kelly starts to turn, Ramona finally decides to watch <laughs> Scary Island, and she's Ramona's also just like an even like just like a like a like a baseline buzzed the whole time she's there so she's like kind of she's doing her own makeup every time her hair looks wacky wait we have to go back to the episode where the very first episode when they're picking rooms and then dorinda gets into her room but she can't find a way out or Mm -hmm. the bathroom like i could just i feel like producers like you know when they used to talk about like oh how can you film survivor where like you have people sitting behind cameras like eating sandwiches while people are like boiling rice that's like what it feels like sometimes when producers are watching dorinda just like fumble with things like opening the door or just walking in circles but she's looks crazy 
She's doing her makeup and then she's watching Scary Island while she is filming the show. And then every time she sees somebody, she goes, I watch Scary Island. (laughs) (laughs) So like Dorinda not being able to find rooms and stuff or the doors or whatever. I was thinking about that. Do you think that's a put on? Is that Dorinda being like the Dorinda character? Or do you think she honestly doesn't know how doors and showers work? I think that she doesn't know how doors and showers work in modern design. Like, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. be honest. I also maybe might get lost in that room. <laughs> yeah. Um, But, yeah, I think that, like, she knows that this is going to be hilarious if she watches yeah. Scary Island while they are on this show. Right? Like, yeah. part of it is her. I, like, I think it's like Dorinda had a choice of being like, oh, I could watch this sh- before I get to the show. Or I could watch it during the show and that'll be hilarious. Like, I think that she's aware enough of that. Um, But the thing about Dorinda is once she is geared up with stuff against you, she's going to be so mean to you. And so (laughs) she's so mean. And on this episode, there, yes, Luann and Kelly are fighting, whatever. But it really goes Kelly versus Kristen because Kristen, okay, I I do agree that Kristen is doing a little bit of producing to try to like reel together the conversation. But it's funny because Kelly defends it by being like, Kelly tells Kristen to knock it off in a similar way to be like, it's not going to be fun or authentic if you keep telling us what to talk about, Kristen. Uh, Trust me, I know the fans and they're not going to like the way that you're behaving, Kristen. And it's like, well, are you aware of the fans or not? Because you're saying you're super authentic. You don't think about the fans. You don't think about the show. But then you're also telling this person to stop it because this is, this is going to make the show inauthentic, which has always been Kelly's sort of like – Kelly is a conundrum where like she says things. They don't make any sense. She'll, she's constantly contradicting herself. So she gets into this argument with Kelly over or with Kristen over this, but it really heats up when they go to dinner – And Kristen finally starts to sort of open up about the Ashley Madison situation. She says, we went through therapy. It wasn't that easy. I chose to stay with my husband. I have to say it's really fucked up for her to keep being like, well, I'm the only one who's not divorced. Like, I was going to ask you about that. That's not impressive. Like, staying married to your cheater husband is not impressive to me. Like, congratulations, I guess. But then Kelly getting so mad at Kristen and being like, well, I raised my kids by myself and I went to school and I did this and that. And it's so messed up that you looked at and Kristen's like, I didn't say any of that to you. So both of them are having like, like Kelly is having like a very, she's very triggered by Kristen in a very similar way that she was triggered by Bethany. Like when Bethany, when Kelly joined the show, she looked down on Bethany because Bethany was sort of like a rags to riches person, right? And Kelly was the ex-wife of a world famous photographer who was already hobnobbing in like the most these like big elite circles. And mm-hmm. she viewed Bethany as sort of like a social climber. And so anytime Kelly sees somebody who is trying to like be with the cool kids, she has a really weird reaction to it. It's like it's so strange. It's like weird to see an adult woman react this way but she has such a visceral reaction to Kristen simply talking about her own marriage and like how she dealt with it like Kelly's pissed that Kristen like didn't leave her husband but I think 
I think what Kelly's trying to say is like, you're, you need to be honest with us about like even the desire to want to leave your husband and how you came out of that and decided to stay with your husband. But Kelly's also not good at words. And instead she starts to get angry and she gets really bitchy. And then Dorinda calls her cunty. <laughs> well, so before we get to the, 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 I don't know if I can say that word. Um, uh, I can, right? Um, <laughs> my question is I, the girls or the ladies seem to be upset with Kristen. Um, because on that first night or, you know, the first time that she talks about the Ashley Madison, they feel like she hasn't like cried enough in front of them. Yeah. Like, it's like, you know, they, she hasn't shared her heartbreak enough. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, if you're not sharing that, then you're not real with us. Yeah. And then you're not our friend or whatever. How do you feel about that? Like you don't owe it to anybody to like share the worst parts of you. Right. Um, but at the same time, you are on this show mm-hmm. and you're on this show with the understanding that it's going to come up. So if you don't do it, then I can see that as being a bad team player for this show. Yeah. I, I totally think that you have to be like real about it, but I also think that everybody processes, processes things on their own. I think that when I think it's easily, it could have been easily dealt with by Kristen saying, um, Look, this shit came up. It was really hard. I was really mad. And like if she had said that immediately where she was like, yeah, "Yeah, it was really shitty. I knew that we were going to talk about this. I don't want to talk about it, but I'm ready to talk about it. It's one of the reasons why I was glad I wasn't on the show anymore because it gave me time to work on my marriage and I chose to stay with my husband. But instead, she keeps being like, out of this group of six people, I'm the only one who's still married. And it's like, okay. That like, and the fact that she was like, oh, you know, it was nothing. He signed up with a bunch of his friends. Yeah, like she's lying about it. Exactly. Like she's not she's not being honest about it. And God, Josh sucks. Like he's so smarmy still. Like just like <laughs> the little bit that we saw him. I'm like, God, he's so gross. Like Kristen is a Kristen is what the youth call a pick me girl. Do you know what a pick me girl is? No. A pick me is somebody who. um I just looked this definition up for uh, friends of ours that were over. I kept saying, oh, that reminds me of pick me. And my husband said, what's that? And I said, you know, a pick me. And he was, you're just saying the same word over (laughs) and over again. It's essentially somebody, typically it's used against women, but it can be used in any situation. It's essentially a person who um, goes against their own interests in support of the majority because they want to seem cooler. So like, Kristen seems like a pick me girl sometimes, you know, you know who I thought of, um, especially when she's doing that FaceTime with her gross husband and talking about whatever's going on. Um, I thought of Julie from the real world, uh, New Orleans. Oh, reunion. my God. That's so accurate. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. You're totally yeah. right. Yuck. <laughs> Just slimy. Anyway, even the way that she talks sometimes, it's like she talks like it's an Instagram post. Like she, she's, she does. Just, she's got like this big mouth, like super enunciating. And look, yeah. like I don't know, like maybe that's how she talks all the time. But there is this thing that she does with like, like I don't know. There is something about Kristen that does feel. Man, I'm so annoyed because she wasn't that low on my power ranking. But now that we're having this kind of like, she is annoying. Who asked her She's to be on here? Very, very annoying. Like, <laughs> like even during when she does her party, 
Like, they're like, oh, why did you want to do this? She's like, well, it's very on trend. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what does that mean? Okay. Episode three, one of my favorite moments is when they're having this fight about the Rangers game and all this stuff. They keep cutting to Sonia, who's just looking around like, what's what going on? She takes a knife and she starts scratching her back with the knife. <laughs> that was amazing. I was wondering what was going on with it. She was just scratching her neck, right? <laughs> just scratching her neck with a knife. And she's making like little comments to nobody. Yeah. <laughs> the cameras, basically. Yeah. yeah. And then she uh, just walks off and just tries to hit on a waiter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sonia, Sonia belongs on TV, right? Yeah, she does. Yeah. But I, I don't know how often you can watch that. Maybe once every five years or something. I don't know. I think Sonia belongs on TV, but Sonia is like a sitcom where like she should be filmed for six weeks. She should that should be on television. She mm-hmm. shouldn't have to do much press for it at all. She should get a couple of paychecks for that six weeks of like TV that she filmed. And then she should get to like live a private life off camera. You know, like I think that would be the best for Sonia Morgan if like we got her for six weeks out of the year and then we got a television show once a year about like the wacky life of Sonia Morgan, you know? We we should start a GoFundMe so she doesn't have to do the rest of this. (laughs) Would you? With everything going on in the world, I think that's the best cause that we can put her money behind. Rescue Sonia Morgan. Would you pay for a cameo for Sonia? I was wondering about that because right now my options are Sonia Morgan or George Santos for your birthday. <laughs> Who do you want? Surprise me. Um, please don't pick George Santos. Um, but yeah, I mean, I let my, one of uh, my friend Allie got a cameo once from Sonia Morgan. Oh, from Sonia? How was yeah. it? Yeah, it was great. She's adorable. Like she's just and I love that like. She's just like, oh, I don't have a script. I just like start recording. Like all this, all the cameos that she keeps doing, uh, like on this vacation where she's just literally filming the women fighting, and she's like, "This yeah. is the cameo." Okay, bye. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, episode four. All the ladies have officially turned on Kelly. <laughs> this is where I felt bad. So here's the here's the um here's the thing about the entire Kelly thing, right? Just having been around certain people that have had issues like this, mm-hmm. I was like, she's seems like she's being manic. Like, she, it looks like she is going mm-hmm. into mania. And it's like, should we be watching that? Should that be recorded? Um, so that's what kind of concerned me a little bit. And I was like, I don't know. It's hard with Kelly because I believe that she is like... <sighs> It, I think, like I said, I think it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. She came on this show to prove to everybody that she is not the Kelly that she was on Scary Island. And she tried so hard to play it cool and be normal and be authentic that instead she just like ended up being back in this like kind of manic, I don't want to call it crazy, but like this manic place, right? Where she's... Mm-hmm very irritated and she's just like i have to make big deals and i'm getting married do you know i'm getting married and they're like no nobody nobody knew that you were getting married (laughs) what are you talking about right like you said it was complicated yeah you said it was complicated like i don't understand you know but there's certain people who can like sort of like even the whole thing of like being like you called me a cunt right she's like Mm -hmm. i didn't call you a cunt we i said that you were being cunty because you because she was being cunty right like Yes, she was well, being annoying to Kristen. You're not gonna get. You're not gonna, you're not gonna get me to agree with that statement. Well, I, I, I think that she was because I get it. Where Kristen was like, 
let me just like do my own thing. Like, why are you telling me how I should be behaving on a television show? And then Kelly's being like a jerk about it. So that's why Dorinda was like, you're being kind of cunty. Like when you say stuff like this, it's a little, first of all, if Dorinda Medley called me cunty, I'd be like, I probably am. Well, there's your cameo. <laughs> <laughs> um, philosophical question. Yeah. There is a difference, uh-huh. right? Between the why, like you are being C word why versus you are the C word. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah, of course. Of it's course. like calling somebody a bitch versus being like, you're you're being a little being bitchy. Bitchy, yeah. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's like- yeah, it's like being like you're being a dick versus like that is dickish behavior. Like dickish, yeah. it's a similar thing, right? But then of tell- or relating to dick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of or relating to cunt, but not outwardly <laughs> cunty. But now outwardly a cunt, right? But like I love I love Kelly. I love I don't love this. I think what makes it frustrating about Kelly is Kelly gets it into her head that this is what was said and then she does not want to back off of it, right? Like she's like, mm-hmm. no, that's what she said. That's what she said. I'm not going to talk to her. That's what she said. That's what she said. And then it's not until she finds a different person to fight with where suddenly she's like, oh, Dorinda, okay, yeah, I love you. All right, yeah, I think yeah. like we should be fine. So they have this neon party. <laughs> Luann is about to tell some story about a menage a trois. And Kelly, all of a sudden, in the middle of it, starts clanking her glass. And the way Luann turned it, she's like, what? <laughs> she's so mad. And she's mad the rest of the night in her little blonde wig. She's so mad the rest of the night that she doesn't necessarily want to film with them, but she does want to be around them. So she's just lurking in the shadows, smoking a cigarette <laughs> while they all fight. Uh, that's what you would do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um... I, I was watching with my headphones on. Yeah. Um, because as you know, you're hearing Luann get into the menage a trois. And I thought, I was like, wait, why am I hearing like a little thing? So I like the ding, ding, ding of the glass. Yeah. Because they don't show it right away. I'm like, well, what is that sound? <laughs> I had the same reaction that Luann did. And then I was like, complete the story. I want to get the story. <laughs> and I like, I love Sonia because she's just so funny about it. She's just hilarious. Yeah. Like, Sonia sometimes is there like a viewer. But one thing I love about Sonia that, like, you'll probably notice is that she notices that Kelly is not okay. Mm-hmm. So she immediately goes and sits next to Kelly and holds her hand while she's having this conversation. So Sonia get and like, Sonia was Sonia the only one dirty. Sonia is a dirty. good person. Sonia is a good person. That's the thing. Like, she is genuinely a kind person. That's why I love Sonia Morgan. Like, I love yeah. her so much. So she, she's genuinely trying to help out. But then Kristen yells at Sonia. And I was like, Kristen, why are you yelling at Sonia? That's not cool. Because, uh, spoiler alert, Kristen sucks. <laughs> This episode ends with Kristen being pissed off. Her neon party is a fail because it's not. I was not... happy that it was a fail, by the way. Yeah, I know. Um, and then uh, Kelly, you know, getting into a hamster wheel, Luann smoking in the corner like a creep. Yeah. And then Sonia and Dorinda just having a swim. I love Sonia and Dorinda being like, we're just going to have a swim here. We're going to watch these crazies fight. We're going to have a swim. I can't figure out if they purposely have edited out a lot of Ramona stuff from this or if she just was like just purposely like on her best behavior to try to like rehab herself. Yeah. I don't know. I was glad that there wasn't a lot of Ramona stuff. There's still there's 
a fair bit. But the first episode, I thought that there was a lot more Ramona than there has been in the in the next three. Yeah. Yeah. So what are your final power rankings after the four episodes? I think so. Um, right now, it's still the, the top three are my old school. Are uh, number one, Sonia. It's going to be number one throughout. Yeah. Number two is Luann. Number three is Dorinda. <laughs> she won you with the cunty and the scary eyes. She did. Stuff. And the thing is, like, if she's on my side, you know, yes. that's somebody yes. that I want on my that's side. I just thing. don't. The thing is, the way to take all of the meanness is just to be on her side. Yeah. It's just to kind of, because if, you, if you're if you going against her, it's, it's really tough. Um, number four is Kelly. Okay. Because um, I came down to like Kelly versus Kristen for me, right? Mm-hmm. And even though Kelly's going through whatever she's going through, I like her more. I like her more as a person than I like Kristen. Um, because I have no idea who Kristen is. Or even if she is, and there's really nothing there. And number yeah. six is uh, Ramona. Ramona, of course. Yeah, Racist say. clown Ramona singer. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's it for this episode, Raheel. Thank you for enduring that. I appreciate it. My mm-hmm. favorite part. I told you this. I love watching them because it's like white on white lady crime. And that's where I appreciate. Like, I don't want to support problematic people. But when it's problematic ladies fighting with each other, I'm like, well, it's okay. No harm, no yeah. foul there. I'll tell you this. When I first started, when you told me to start watching it, the first episode, I was like, ugh, this is homework. I don't like this. By the end of the first episode, I was like, all right, I'll go to the second episode. By the end of the second episode, I was like, I want to find out what happens in the third episode. (laughs) In the fourth episode, I was like, okay, all right, I'm in. Yeah. Um, And then we said that we're only going to talk about the fourth episode. I would have happily gone to the fifth if I had to. <laughs> well, we got five and six left. So maybe next week I make you watch that too. There you go. I have some other thoughts. Like I have some general thoughts on. Yeah, share them. Well, no, I mean, we can save it for later. But, you know, things like, is it acceptable to just take a naked skinny dip in the pool in lieu of a shower if you're short <laughs> on time? It's not, right? It's No, absolutely not. But if so, like Sonia did that and then got dressed and got in the van. And I'm like, what does she smell like right now? Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. She's like, well, it's salt water. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, one thing that really made me laugh was I think it was episode four when uh, Kelly is upset at Dorinda about the C word. Mm -hmm. Right. And she's like, well, I'm upset at you because you called me. You know, mm-hmm. and Dorinda's in her confessional. She's like, uh, I don't know where this is coming from. <laughs> I was like, Dorinda, it may be from when you called her cunty. Perhaps. I love that about them. You know, the other thing that I love about this, like, short format version of these shows is that so much is happening over six or seven days. Mm-hmm. There's this thing, and I don't like to admit it. But there's this thing that women, we as women do sometimes, okay, where we get real hot and excited about a friendship. Like, oh my God, I met this person. They're so cool. They're my new best friend, okay? And you're super close to them. You're super close to them. And then they fuck something. And then you're like, I can't fucking stand this person, right? Yeah. You're essentially seeing that dynamic in this short group of time where the OG women, which technically Chris Kelly Ben Simone is an OG. Technically speaking, she's from season two she's of Real Housewives of New York. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
she was around before Dorinda. Like she was, she was a person. She was Scary Island happened before Dorinda Medley. If there was no Scary Island, I don't know if she Dorinda would have gotten a chance to be on her Housewives of New York, right? Mm-hmm. But you see these two sort of like people that between Kelly and Kristen who aren't really part of the circle of like the when people think about Real Housewives of New York, like the legacy cast, and essentially what the older women are doing is sort of like manipulating both of those two little girls to like see who's going to fit in with the crew and then doing that like, oh my God, like Kristen, like obviously Kelly is jealous of you because she's, you're, you know, you're mingling with us (laughs) so well. And then they're also like, Luann's like, Kelly, like you have to figure out how to play nicely with these girls. And because Kristen is a pick me, they're like, Kelly's Kristen's like really happy about it but then when they go to the neon party they're like Kristen this is not a good party like what is this you know like it's so mean but it's like it gets down to like it's like grade school stuff it's like it's very middle school they move like middle school and that's what I love about the show it is it's housewives cockfighting is what it is they (laughs) goose each other up and then they just leave them Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, Real Housewives of New York Legacy Cockfights. 